Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Appa. I'm your host, John Azalon. Glad you could join me for episode number 89. We're getting up there. 100 cannot be far away. Hope you all are doing well. You've been staying safe and enjoying what sports you can. It's starting to ramp up a little bit. Baseball, basketball, football, it's all happening now. Uh, Only college football is uh, going to be stifled to some extent. Uh, looks like a precious few teams will be playing the SEC, uh, the ACC, uh, and everybody else is pretty much still deciding on whether or not they can make a go of it or not. Uh, uh, some plans are being made, uh, some meetings, and uh, some final votes will be coming up very, very shortly. But as of now, a very small uh, percentage of college football teams will be playing this season. Uh, let's uh, talk about the show today. We're going to have my good friend Ken Kraft on. Ken is doing a replay of the 1958 uh, Major League Baseball season, both American and National League, and he's also testing out a new pitching system uh, in his card and dice replay. So we'll talk to him about the replay itself and the system that he is employing to see how it is working out uh, in the way that he thought that it might. And uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. So uh, if you're interested, stick around. If you're not, stick around anyway, doggone it, and listen to uh, the podcast. And remember, subscribe to it, favorite. Uh, send me an uh, email, or I should say a voicemail if you would like, if you want to comment on the show or send some suggestions. And uh, keep that in mind as you listen to this podcast with Ken Craft. We'll be right back, so stick around. You're listening to This Week in Happen. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Appa. I'm your host, John Aslan, and today we're going to have uh, an old friend of the podcast back on. He's been on here quite a few times. He was on the very first This Week in Appa podcast, and uh, today he's here to talk about a replay he's doing and uh, a, a little uh, experimentation with a pitching chart he's, he's trying to uh, uh, work on to see if he can improve uh, the, uh, the pitching uh, uh, grades and situation here in the Appa Game Company. It's a card and dice replay and let me introduce now my good friend ken craft ken how you doing hey john what's up yep like a like a bad penny i keep bouncing back (laughs) i want to beat euchre's record when he was on the the carson show 100 and something Uh, you got a ways to go we aren't even at 100 podcasts yet but you'll you'll get there uh we uh ken and i just finished 18 holes of golf of course at our age we had to go nine apiece nine apiece yeah we tied and it was a it was a really creative scorekeeping yeah yeah. well you know roll the ball you know forget about that shot miss that putt don't worry about it but uh uh, yeah, it was a little warm out there, but now we're back at uh, Nick's Restaurant, actually. We're on on location at Nick's Restaurant uh, and uh, catering, and uh, uh, maybe we can get Nick over here a little bit later to add a little something to the podcast. But uh, I'm drinking a Yingling Lager. Kenny's drinking a root beer right now, but I'm sure he'll get into the harder stuff uh, in just a few minutes. We are live here, though. Kenny's with me. We are social distancing. I wanted to make that clear. Six inches apart. <laughs> Just, yeah, just uh, yeah, keep your hands to yourself. But nonetheless, Kenny, I know you're here. Uh, you want to talk about your replay. You know I have an affection for replays. Yeah. And uh, why don't you tell a little about the season you picked and what you're doing with the pitching chart. Well, before I get into that, your your most recent podcast with uh, the Grand Poobah, Mr. Herson, 
Uh, Mr. Herson, because I know you would never say that, <laughs> made a disparaging comment about me possibly being late turning stats in for a league. You know, and you will attest yes, to, I've to been the grand approval. I will be the last person to be late <laughs> with stats. So just to, just to let yeah. everybody know. Yeah, I, 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 I've been <laughs> in many leagues with you, and uh, yes, you are one of the guys yeah. that are right there on top. And can, You know, whenever John has, has a, a show, does a show <clears throat> with me, he always says, well, you know we're going to disparage Ken Kraft, right? I said, yeah, yeah, you can go right ahead. I got nothing bad to say about you. Well, yeah. not over the podcast. I can say things behind your yeah, back or to it, your face for that matter. And to everyone in Appa Land, if John gives you a phone number and tells you to call him, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah, he got a little surprised. For a couple reasons. But yeah. anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm playing a 1958 season, Cards and Dice. And uh, I decided I wanted to try a replay. Uh, one, to, to have fun, but two, to chest, test the pitching chart that we'll get into later. Uh, but I, I did struggle a little bit on what year to play. Uh, and I thought, you know, about several different seasons, but I set it on 58 because, uh, well, first of all, there's only 16 teams, so there's fewer games to play. I know you, you're playing a larger replay. Yeah, a little bit. Just fewer games to yeah. play. Um, but it's also the, the year that I was born. Uh, Milwaukee wins the pennant in the National League. And uh, like we were discussing earlier, man, all, all the Hall of Famers that we grew up with, all of our idols, man, they're, they're playing in that year. And, yeah. and they all play significantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of them are, are, are young, like, you know, Clemente is very young. But, you know, he plays 150 games or something like that. So it, it's all the stars that I grew up with. So I'm kind of reliving my, my grade school days, I guess, by yeah. playing the 58 season. Yeah. Well, we were in a, uh, in a league uh, that uh, – you and I were pretty prominent. It was 1951. Started in 1951. I think it only lasted the one year uh, that we that we played. But it was because you had the great. I mean, the great rookies of that year. Yeah. You know, Mays and Mantle. Yeah. Uh, Aaron was, uh, I think, uh, just starting uh, yeah. in that same time. And and that's the thing. I think when people pick a year for a replay, they really need to pick a year that they love something they remember mm -hmm. uh players that they remember seasons or finishes that doesn't matter if it's back in the 40s or up to the uh, 2000s is because you need to have something to keep your interest because it's a long haul doing a replay yeah well that's why you're doing 64 yeah. because of the mahaffey connection yeah so, right but yeah yeah and you know i'm real happy with it i'm having fun i'm about 520 games <laughs> into 1232 or something like yeah. that so but yeah. you know the, the covid the covid does help the the, the replayers <laughs> that's for sure so yeah it does it, it does help and having a little extra time so uh be, before we get into the charts let's talk a little bit now you're doing cards and dice cards correct? and dice yeah, yeah. so so um, you're a couple of, I'm, I'm playing the dickmore uh deval boards just because i like it adds a little more variety to it they use the the master game fielding finder chart and uh, he does some interesting things with the boards. If you've never looked at them, uh, I love them. Uh, I wish I could get them in my leagues just because they incorporate just a few things from the master game that add a little bit to the game. So I'm, I'm using the Duvall boards, uh, using this experimental pitching chart, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And I've also done my own uh, rare plays. Yeah, Just right. to add a little spice to it. Yeah. And, they, and they don't come up very often, but when they do, it's something a little bit different, something that you, you can have fun with. Yeah. You know? And again, the great thing about app is you can do really whatever you want. It's your game, it's your league, it's your replay. Uh, so however you want to handle it uh, is totally up to you. Um, 
tell us a little about the a little about the uniqueness uh, of, of of just your. You mentioned a little about the, about the rare place. Talk a little bit about that. How you came up with that? Uh, well, they're, they're they're based primarily on the the master game boards and the master game rare plays, and. Um, I, actually, I, I did my own charts for every on-base situation because I had a lot of time and nothing to do. And a lot of them are based off the master game boards. Uh, you know, I've coached and umpired for over 30 years, so it's, I pulled some plays from stuff that I've actually <laughs> seen in person that most people wouldn't believe. I like that, yeah. And just stuff you see on TV, some crazy stuff, and you just make up some stuff. But the key is you don't want it to happen yeah. too often. You know, a lot of my rare play boards, if you roll fielding one, it's a ground out. Yeah. You know, but if you roll fielding three, you know, it's a, uh, runners running into each other and, and all kinds of crazy stuff yeah. happening. And yeah. I, I even have a fight in there somewhere, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the catcher takes a uh, runner right. takes out the catcher, which yeah, yeah. really you can't do anymore. Yeah. And I even put in a video replay. So, oh, uh, oh well, yeah, they go to, we go to yeah. the replay booth. And, you know, and if, you're, if you're rolling odd number, he's out, <laughs> you know, even number, he's safe, that kind of stuff. But, ahead of its time for 1950. Well, yeah, for 1953, <laughs> it's kind of crazy because they don't, you know, you can't really replay it or, or you don't have digital video. But yeah. uh, but the, the key was looking at the master boards because the rare play boards only come up on certain numbers and they don't, like the number of play result 36, it only comes up very rarely. Mm-hmm. But on like 41 and 39 and the other numbers, it comes up more often. So you have to kind of build a message and it's just a dice roll if you roll a 38 you roll to see if it's a rare play mm. if it's not then you just use the board right it's, it's not right. a big deal right and the, and the rare plays are set out fielding one fielding two fielding three although some of them are it's, it's a one line like uh batter hit by pitch and he's injured and he has to leave the game something like that you. so that's yeah. all the way across yeah. but uh, it seems to work really well i mean i i'll go you know 20 games without a rare play and then i'll have three in one game yeah. Yeah, so it, I, I like how that's working, and it adds a little fun to it. There's something to it. So you've just added a few of your own, but you still go with like the master game. Rare Most, plays a lot of them are based too. on the master yeah. game rare plays with a, a tweak here, a tweak there, um, because it's I'm still playing pretty much basic game. You have to dial some of the comp, compl, uh, complexity down on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because the master yeah, game yeah, you yeah. can get into throws and, right. and this, that, and the other thing. Right. So. Now, uh, in in this in your league, now are you going with the actual uh, schedule, or did you go with the schedule that they planned without rain? How to talk? How does that? Uh, well, work? I'm, I'm using the actual played as played okay. schedule. Right. So the Yankees went five days in April without playing. Right. I guess it was a five day monsoon or something. Yeah. Uh, using the actual starting lineups, the act, including the actual pitchers. Yeah. Now, once the game starts, I manage according to the game. Which I, I think is fair. It's, it's something that I enjoy. But yeah. uh, in order to, and again, one of the main reasons is to find out how well this pitching chart works. Yes, right. I had to keep it pretty much to what actually happened that year. So I'm, I'm limiting the hitters to their actual number of at bats, limiting pitchers to actual number of innings pitched. You know, because if I threw all the A's out there, the, sure. the numbers would yeah. be skewed. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tough getting those one W relievers in a game, though. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it tends to kind of yeah. first half of the season you're using the better relievers, and then you realize, man, you know what? I got to use that one yeah. at some point. Well, and, and what I'm doing, I'm not really. I didn't limit it to a 25 man game roster. Basically, it's the whole roster, unless uh, some starting pitchers only pitched like two or three starts late in September. I'm holding those out. Yeah. But I'm using everybody, but I'm only using how much they they use. So if I, you know, if I've got a 10 to nothing game and I see a pitcher that's only through two innings on the year, 
I'll throw them out there and then take their card out of the set. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Well, yeah, and that's and again, it's it's however yeah. you want to do it that makes it easy for you right. uh, along the way as well. Uh, talk about some of the numbers, the standings, some of the league leaders, and then we'll get into the pitching. Track. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm about – most teams are around 60, 62 games, somewhere in there. Uh, Yankees and the, and the Braves – I almost said Brewers there. Yankees and the Braves <laughs> are leading the divisions, and they are the were the eventual winners. However, in the American League – the Chicago White Sox had a really strange year in 58. They finished second. I think they were seven, maybe seven games out at the end. But they started off horribly. Mm. I mean, they were like 10 games under for a long time, whatever. Well, in my replay, they started 10 and 1. Wow. wow. So the White Sox have been there the whole race. Right now they're three games out. They're 40 and 25. And they're basically riding uh, Pierce and Donovan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they have no bullpen. They've got one B in the pen. He's a 12. It's all starting pitching. Uh, I think Pierce and Donovan go over easily over 500 innings between them. Yeah. You know. And they're uh, not a real uh, run-scoring team either. I mean, they got a lot of speed. You know, they they I, manufacture. I, I tell them. you what helps a lot, especially playing the Duvall boards because field, fielding is important. They're a good fielding team. Yeah, right. Uh, they've got Fox and Aparicio up the middle. I've got Landis in center. Uh, and the fielding saves them a lot. They're a good contact hitting team. And I'll tell you what, they have gotten a lot of timely home runs. They don't hit a lot, but it, they get a lot of late home runs to win ball games. at least in my replay so yeah. far. But Billy Pierce, is uh, he's leading the league in ERA. He's made, uh, let me look here, 13 starts, and his ERA is 177, and he's 10-2. and two. Mm. Uh, Billy Pierce is just killing it. Yeah. And Dick Donovan's ERA is like in the mid twos. So uh, their third starter, early win, he's pitching well, but he's only a six. Mm. And for a third starter, that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, not, iffy. that's not great, but uh, he's pitching well. But I have the feeling the White Sox might fade a little bit because they just, they have absolutely no bullpen yeah. at all yeah. whatsoever. So. Now, are you going with? I mean, and again, you're like you said, you're using the pitching and, and lineups, uh, the actual ones. Uh, most teams go with the three-man rotation, four-man. I mean, I, most are four-man. Yeah. Uh, but if there's an off day, uh, well, the thing I've noticed is that if a, if a pitcher gets bombed and only goes like less than two innings, mm. they'll bring him back on one day's rest. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. And even a couple of times. He got knocked out after two-thirds. He starts the next day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's back in the day. And, and a lot of those guys yeah. relieved as well. I mean, you wouldn't. Oh, you, yeah. you, you would see even the big guys like Spawn and, uh, yeah. and uh, well, you name it, that they, they would come in and pitch maybe the eighth and ninth inning if it was a tight situation, if they had a couple days off. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, it was a different era, no question about it, and different usage ways. Um, yeah. Uh, what else uh, about that? You talked about the, uh, American, the American League. league. Yeah. Yes, go to the uh, National Yeah, the National League, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's uh, 41 and 20. They're pretty much doing what you'd think they would do. Uh, their pitching staff is really oh, yeah. strong. Uh, Warren Spahn's been unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> on both sides of the plate. On both sides of the plate. <laughs> yeah, he's made 16 starts. He's 15 and 1 with a 210. Now, he's only a 14. It's not like he's a 19 rolling out there. Yeah. So, Spahn's been unhittable, but batting wise, He's hit 51 at bats. He's hitting 451, slugging 745, with a 508 on base. 
Seven doubles, triple, two homers, 13 RBIs. I mean, he's a league MVP. Yeah. Ernie Banks has 28 homers, but Spawn's the MVP <laughs> right now. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been – well, you don't. But I'm, my replay's different because I make the lineups. The first, I think, week – Ten days of the season, I went with the actual lineups and the rotations. Then I just switched off. Now I go with guys who were hot, guys who were not. Uh, but I'm tempted, and I have at times hit a pitcher eighth, seventh uh, in, in the lineup. Phil Regan, for an example, uh, for the Tigers in my replay, really good hitting pitcher. And some of those guys at the bottom of that lineup aren't. But I guess with yeah. you using the actual lineups, you, yeah, you don't do I'm that. doing that, but I – But wouldn't you be tempted? I, I look at some <laughs> of the lineups and I go, what were they thinking? Yeah. yeah. And, and the Milwaukee Braves are a great example. For some reason, Harry Hannibrank got almost 200 bats. Yeah. He hit 188. Yeah. Oh, there's, that was had, common. And, and he's out playing. And either, when he plays, you have Joe Torrey or Joe Edcock sitting on the bench. I'm yeah. thinking, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of times they would yeah. go – I mean, they would play a guy strictly on defense. And the managers would yeah. say, I don't care if my uh, seven and eight hitters hit at all. I got them in there to, to play defense. And you don't do that today. Uh, no, you haven't uh, done that for 20, 30 years. Yeah. But back then, that was pretty common. Yeah. But, um, you know, standings-wise, um, I think the Giants finished second that year. Uh, they recently lost eight out of nine, and they dropped the third third place. And the Pirates have surged. They're 36 and 28. Um, they can hang with the Bru- uh, Brewers. I almost said Brewers yeah, again. again. They can hang with the Braves, <laughs> but Milwaukee's pitching is really yeah, strong. Yeah, they they yeah. can roll uh, four B starters out there, yeah. and 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 they're they're not going to have any long losing streaks. Yeah. Plus, they hit. I mean, they've got Aaron and Matthews, and Johnny yeah. um, Logan's not a great hitter, but he's okay. But Del Crandall's crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, um, but you know, the the difference between the two leagues is very noticeable, mm. though. In the American League, you've got New York and Chicago. New York hits and pitches. Chicago pitches. Cleveland has a good hitting lineup. But after that, man, you've got a bunch of teams that are just yuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, And I think you said it on one of your uh, earlier podcasts. But there's something on every team that makes you want to play. No, no doubt. Yeah, uh, right. Kansas City, I mean, they're 20 and 46. But they right, but they've got Bob Serve, mm-hmm. yeah, who's crushing First the ball. Baseman, yeah, he yeah. is absolutely crushing the ball. So I enjoy playing Kansas City, yeah. just to see if he's going to hit his thirty-eight to forty homers, and he's hitting three ten or something yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah, like I say, you find something. But the National League, I mean, every team has good hitting. Every yeah. team has solid hit. Even the Dodgers. Are, Dodgers, to me, are a surprise because I didn't know much about them in '58. It's their first year in LA, and they're playing in the mausoleum. Yeah. No but their doubt. pitching is just brutal. Yeah, uh, I mean, Koufax and Drysdale aren't no. Koufax and Drysdale. Drysdale is a six, and he's, uh, you talk about relieving. I think he made 26 starts, and he pitched in 42 games. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but the next year, they go to the series. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and it's all pitching. And like I said, Koufax is – Still a crazy W, but he, he's not. He's only a sixth or seven, yeah. something. Yeah, like that, that was that was on the precipice of their greatness. But, yeah, but. yeah. So, so any any surprises? Uh, you mentioned a little bit about the White Sox that are still hanging with the Yankees, but any other surprises, disappointing or kind of pleasant surprises in either league? Well, I mentioned Kansas City's twenty and forty six. Uh, in the actual play that year, they were about five hundred. At that point in the mm-hmm. season, but they they have just they've been brutal. Yeah, they got Bob Serve and 
Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, they had Vic Power, and they traded him. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. got – well, they did get Roger Maris back, and then, yeah. of course, we all know what happens to Roger yeah. Maris in a couple of years. Yeah. He uh, went back to the minors in Kansas City and yeah. then went back to New York. Um, but uh, some of the guys are, are really hitting well. Uh, well, Richie Ashburn, you know, he, I think he hit 356 that year. He's at 371. Willie Mays is killing it, 367, yeah. slugging 637. And Ted Williams at the age of – 42, I think, 41, 42. He's hitting 364 <laughs> with a you know, uh, slugging 608. Uh, you know. About eight strikeouts enough, uh, 300 uh, at bats. Yeah, eight strike. Yeah, on base almost 500, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what – it makes it fun. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't – yes, I, I appreciate the artistry of a one to nothing shutout. I really do. But when you're rolling games, it's kind of boring. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're let's, right. let's be honest. You're right. So, you're right. but. Okay, so uh, so we got we talked a little bit about the league and the stats and the, and the league leaders. Um, any uh, and, and I was front and center. I, I was a witness to one of the great games uh, uh, that actually was a doubleheader between the Cubs and the Reds. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was crazy because it was just posted on the message board that in a fifty-eight replay, Ernie Banks had a five-homer game. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. It, know that. Yeah, it was yeah. just posted on the mess. I forget who posted it. Yeah. Um, it was Ernie Banks, nineteen fifty-eight, had a five-homer game in his replay. Well, you played game two of uh, a two-game set where Banks hit homers in five consecutive at bats. <laughs> he had the, the last three at bats of uh, one game, and yeah. in the next game he homered yeah. in the next two at bats. Yeah. And he went like in the two games. Oh. Something like eight for ten, five homers, a double. You know, it was wow. just unbelievable. Every time he came up, it was sixty-six. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And I was there for the last two at bats, and thinking, can he? I, the fourth time was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And then the fifth time was, I, I don't believe yeah. what I'm seeing. Oh yeah, uh, stuff like that. Um, you know, a couple five hit games. Um, what about no hitters? Any, any hit two no hitters already? And actually, the one was the second day of the season. Yeah. For the Indians, Raynar Lesky, only a six. No hit the Tigers. Hold Raynar. And uh, you know, and John Johnny A will testify to my rolling abilities mm. and how bad I can roll. Right. Well, the Detroit Tigers. I think I rolled one hit number the whole game for them, <laughs> and Norleski stopped it. I mean, it was it wasn't a perfect game. There was a w- couple walks, yeah. and then uh, so that was a no hitter. And then Dick Donovan had one. I forget who he no hit. He had a no hitter in May. Yeah. But he's he's a thirteen. He's having he's having a solid yeah. year. Yeah. Whitey Ford made it eight and two-thirds. Mm. And then um, I think it was Tom Runnels. might have been Tom Runnels doubled with two outs in the ninth. Broke up Whitey's no-hitter. <laughs> That's crazy. I think he went out and celebrated that night. Yeah. So, hey, him, him and the Mick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whitey had a, Whitey had a nine-inning perfect game in, in my replay, but it was scoreless. And then he got pinched hit for in the tenth. And the Yankees eventually won, I think, at 12. It, went, it was like 3-2. Yeah. to two, But, uh, it, yeah, you just get some really crazy uh, outcomes in these. Re- and, you know, you think, ah, you know, that's kind of odd that you would have that. But we're playing – I mean, I'm playing 1,600 games. You're playing probably 1,300 games. Close I mean, you're going to see a lot of yeah. weird stuff that, you know, don't yeah. come up in, in leagues or things of that nature. Yeah. Um, I know one – I had a 21-inning game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was like eight to eight <laughs> after nine innings, and then I couldn't yeah, roll hit. Them. I, you know, and the team would load the bases with one out, strikeout pop up. Yeah. I mean, twenty one innings. Oh yeah. my like, and Lord! I, uh, and rolling the dice. I'm again. like, okay, let's start with a man on second. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you could have done that. Oh, you could have done it just for the just for after, anything after twenty innings. You should start the runner at second. It, it, you know, well, and I don't mind them doing the man on second, but maybe in the twelfth. Yeah, yeah, it seems Let like right away. Let play one or two normal yeah. innings yeah. and then go to it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah I, I I agree. You know, sitting around six hours for an eighteen inning game. Yeah. yeah. That's probably not the best thing. Yeah. But. Now they're doing yeah. what they're doing, and nothing you can do about it at this point. But all right, uh, good stuff about the league, uh, and, and you, you'll you'll keep us posted. You've been putting stuff out about the replay uh, as you go along. But talk about this pitching chart first of all. Talk about how you got to start. You talked about it just a little bit, but maybe elaborate on it. Well, I was, as you know, I sit around a lot in the evenings, and I I like to tinker with things. But I, I had this. I'm I'm in two replay. Um, um, Two face-to-face leagues, male leagues, whatever. The thing that has always bothered me was guys in a competitive league playing the boards mm-hmm. with their pitching. Because mm-hmm. it just made no sense to me as far as in a baseball mentality. For example, you've got you got a, let's say you got a good hitting card up there. Maybe uh, two zeros, a seven, four eights, two tens, and a nine. If that card comes up against the wrong pitcher in the wrong situation, he comes up with a man on second base against an A pitcher, he's down to three hits. Mm-hmm. There's almost no chance for this guy to get a hit. Right. And then the one that really bothers me is when you bring in a lower-grade pitcher to stop numbers on a, yeah. on a card. Yeah. First and third example. Well, well yeah. Uh, yeah. You, know, you got Mariano Rivera on the mound, and there's a man on third base. Well, he's an A. Eights are hits. Yeah. So, and then to compound matters, you know, we play you get a one-grade bump if you bring in a right-handed pitcher yeah. versus a right-handed mm-hmm. in the middle of an inning. So you want to be in there. So you got Mariano Rivera. You take him out to bring in a C reliever, but he gets a one-grade bump to a B. Now he stops the eights. Yeah. That uh, just rubs me the wrong yeah. way. But in a competitive league vi- environment, it's if you out, don't do yeah. it, if you don't do it, you're going to get crushed. Right. You know, right. if you're trying for a playoff spot, you got to do it. Right. I don't like doing that. So I'm sitting at home one night thinking, man, there's got to be some way of pitchers just being this good and then a little bit less, a little bit less. Some way to grade the pitchers that is not dependent upon the on-base situation. So I, I actually I put out an email or a message on the message boards asking if anybody knew what the percentages were. Because I'm not a big math guy. Uh like a a B or a grade 13 on the old boards, a 13B, how often, what percentage will it stop an eight across the entire spectrum? Mm-hmm. Let's say it's 60%. I don't I, I can't remember all the all percentages. Right. So, okay, well, if a B, if a grade 13 stops a B 60% of the time, whatever it is, okay, what's 60% of 36 rolls? Okay. So, and then a B would maintain that uh, that effectiveness, no matter what the yeah. on base per- yeah. situation would be. I did get a reply from a guy, and I have to apologize. I printed out his email, and all all he has on it is Joe. So, <laughs> I, I don't know your last name. So, Joe, thank you for getting me started on this. But anyway, so you take the base grades for A, B, C, and D, and you look at the boards and you try to figure out on base percentage. Well, bases empty is about. Around 55% of the time, a hitter will bat with the bases empty. And then you add all the percentages up where a B reliever or whatever stops an 8, stops a 9, mm. stops a 10. And then you just take those percentages. So let's say a C reliever stops 
a nine 50% of the time over all the boards. Well, anytime you roll a nine with a C, and in this case, a grade eight, mm. because we're using the old yeah. master game where right. a 10 is still a C, against a grade eight, if you roll a nine, you roll the dice and it's a 50-50. 36 and down, it's a hit. Yeah. 41 and up, it's an out. Right. And that's basically how the chart is running. Okay. Uh, now it is basically, it, it, we don't do anything with the extra base hits because I'm, I'm still playing basically master game. Yeah. And it would be blasphemy to stop an 11 in the, in the basic <laughs> game. So we don't touch the 11s. Don't I know, they, I know uh, and the master game does stop 11s sometimes, but we're not gonna touch the 11s because we're playing basic game. But we do have it broken down for sevens, eights, nines, and tens. Um, a grade 12 will never stop a seven because sevens are stronger hits yeah, as, as they are. Now, the, 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 the test for this chart is gonna be, it's the whole season replay. Now, my, my target numbers, and really, uh, the entire major leagues hit 258 that year. Both leagues combined, they slugged 394, and they had an on-base of 325. Now, I did confer with Dick Moore after, the one, uh, after I hit the one-third mark, and Dick Moore, for those of you who don't know, is the, is the math guru in, in APA. He's the goodwill hunting of he, APA. He, yeah, he's the Matt Damon of, of the APA land. Yeah, goodwill hunting is a good term for it. He, he's the math guy. He is. He good. looked at my numbers, and he made some suggestions for some slight tweets, uh, tweaks. Uh, to my system, which I've implemented after the one-third point. But right now, after about 520 games, uh, my whole league is hitting 259, which is off by one point. The slugging is 394, and the on-base is one point high at 326. It seems to be working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to play the whole season sure. out and then uh, you know, release all the numbers. I was just looking for something to keep people from playing apple ball because that burns me up. It drives me nuts. I, I hate it. Well, and, we, and we, ever since we've actually been playing uh, uh, APA in, in, in the early 80s when uh, we met and realized that we both were playing the same game yeah. and then we got into quite a few leagues. and uh, we, we did. We bemoaned the fact that, uh, you know, now a guy's going to bring in a, a C pitcher with first and third and take out the B, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. it doesn't make it. Or runner at third, i got to find a guy with a six on his card, you know, or a five on his card. Mm-hmm. It, and, and it is. And, and there's no way around it when you're playing competitively. It's kind of what I like about playing BBW. Right. Is because you just play by feel more than by looking mm-hmm. at the numbers and doing uh, uh, calculations. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I think that's really good. When you started telling me about it, I thought, well, that would be interesting. I'd really like to know what, you know, how that's working. And apparently it seems to be kind of crushing those numbers down. Well, and what it forces you to do when it comes to crunch time, you've got to have your best gotta guys in there. Got to have a good there. pitcher, right. Uh, right. You, you, can't, you can't fudge a lower number or lower graded pitcher up for one at batter. No. I, I don't play the advancement when you bring in a reliever. No. And matter of fact, and I don't play um, – right now for – Testing purposes, I, I'm not demoting them after five runs anyway. Yeah. Usually, if a starter's giving up five runs, I'm pulling him anyway. Sure. Just, just yeah. for realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know most of the leagues that you're in, you have to pull them after they give up seven or eight or whatever. Mm. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's just another, I, I'm not going to say gimmick, but it's a way, yeah. in my mind, to cut out the apple ball stuff. Because I just hate it when you're playing a face-to-face game and a guy's sitting there looking at your hitter's <laughs> car, counting the number of hits he can stop Absolutely. by bringing in different pitches. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be that way. No, no yeah. it, it should be the best player you've got against the best hitter yeah. that you've got and, and make the 
uh, make the adjustments yeah. uh, and be a manager uh, when you get to that point. But I, I do, I like that. I, I think another thing that we've talked about, and, you, and you're, you're, this doesn't address that because you're basically just trying to normalize singles for the most right, part. Right, right. But we also know in the game, and I don't know that this changes from basic, master, up through BBW, but the higher graded pitchers, they don't stop extra base hits. I mean, once you get a six, I mean, they, they do at a, at a slight margin, but the, but the grades, the, the Gs and the Hs and things of that matter will drop. But yeah. the only way a lot of these high graded pitchers are getting hit, they may give up six hits in the game, but usually four or five of them are extra base hits. Right. right. Have, have you thought about any way of, of, of trying to normalize that? Um, there are there are a couple of things that people have out there for that. I'm, I'm tackling one one issue at a time right now. Yeah, right. Because right. if you – it's a slippery slope because if you lower extra base hits, then you're going to have to go back and raise the singles back up. Or the run. Yeah, the, right. The key figure is runs per game, and I'm I'm still a little bit high on that because I'm playing basic game, and like you said, uh, uh, I don't care who's out there; they're not going to stop they're a 66, gonna, no, an no, 11, or no. a 33. And, and really, I don't know that they should. I mean, I think yeah. that's 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 the way it should be. Um, but yeah, if if you if you're also going to deal with extra base hits, then you got to counterbalance yeah. it by the the single. I'm going to tackle the singles first. Yeah. And yeah. maybe I thought about using the power number randomizer, which won't add or uh, lower the number of extra base hits, but anytime you roll, a, you know how five is all is a home run with a runner on first and runner. Yeah, mm-hmm. a five can be a home run anytime, but you got to roll for it. And I think it's about one third of the time. Oh, okay. Because like yeah. eleven to twenty, if you roll a five with nobody on base, and you would roll a, I got you. a twenty-six yeah. or down, that'd be a home run. Mm-hmm. So. That takes the on-base situation yeah. out of the equation yeah, yeah. for that as well. I thought about using that, and I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a little too much to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have my limit on number of rolls yeah. that I have for a game. Yeah. So yeah, and and playability. And I think the, the neat thing about this chart that I'm working with, it's very playable. It's mm. one extra roll, mm. and not even on all numbers. Like yeah. a a four will never stop an eight. So you don't have to roll for everything. You have to roll mm. for most. Yeah, but I don't know. It's um, it's something I'm having fun with. I think it's working well, and we'll go from there. Well, it's a really interesting concept, and I think a lot of guys, uh, it's not unusual to hear people say, you know, I hate Apple Ball. You know, I, I hate when they when they play the charts and they try to calculate. Um, and, and this is a more realistic way of playing cards and dice. Um, you also do a, a an error randomization, don't you? Uh, in well, your... m- most leagues do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I just do it uh, just out of, yeah. out of a whim. But yeah. le- leagues have to do it because they, if, when you're playing face to face, if a guy has one three outfielder, he's got Willie Mays and then two stiffs. He'll look at the hitter yeah, and see which if, pool if, right. If the guy's got a fifteen, oh, yeah. Willie's playing left yeah, of this yeah, batter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's got a he's got a seventeen. Oh, Willie's in right on this, but no, we're not going to do that. No, no, no. Yeah, I got so, you. So yeah, we yeah. do that. Um, some leagues randomize the unusual numbers 30, 36 through forty one and twenty three. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing that, but that's that's just a personal choice for yeah. replay uh, for my replay. Uh, most competitive leagues do, yeah. or at least a lot of them that I know of. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, the replay setting sounds like it's going really well. You're over 500 games into it. Congratulations, man. I mean, I'm I'm crawling through mine. But you and I both know, and I've talked about this podcast before, I am so eaten up with statistics and, and, and the – 
just the the aura of 1964 and what I remember and trying to get as much as I can out of it. I just take my day. Hey, look, what uh, nobody's. I'm not under the gun to play games right, at a certain exactly. at a certain time. So I'm going to do it the way I want to do it, and it's fun. Uh, but you look like you're having a great time. You tell me all the time, man. This is a, it's been a blast to do. It's I'm, I'm flying along and I'm I'm maintaining a good pace. Like, everybody says you're going to hit a wall. I'm like, oh, well, I might, <laughs> but I haven't yet. And yeah. it's, you know, I try to play one series a day. It doesn't yeah. happen all the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You know, with the, the COVID thing kind of shutting down a lot of the other activities. Yeah. Uh, you can play three games in an hour, hour and 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's it's like, not that tough to do. Uh, you know, Play one when I get up, two before yeah. I go to bed. And you I, use a, a computerized uh, statistical. I, I'm using the ball, ball score, yeah, ball score yeah. which, which is great. Uh, it's, yeah. It can do way more than sure. anyone will yeah. ever use. But, yeah, yeah that, that's good. And uh, it's just been a lot of fun. And uh, just so John Hurston knows, the stats are in on time all the time. <laughs> and on your time. And so on your time, yeah. It, it doesn't really yeah, matter. But, uh, yeah. No, it, it's been a blast. And I will, when I get done, I'll post everything on the pitching yeah, chart. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, and I do confer, and, I, and again, thank you, Dick Moore, for all the assistance that you've given me on this. Uh, he, he is a math yeah, he is. wizard. Yeah. Uh, he's helping me out. But, and I think he's kind of interested in a kind yeah. of sideway, because I know he does the Dick Moore pitching chart, which, yeah. is, which is very good, but I'm always, yeah. looking, to, I'm always looking to tinker with it. Uh, you know, and that's, again, another beautiful thing about Apple is that it's a great – basic game engine to start with but if you want to tinker with it and make it better the way you may think it, it works for you or it plays a little more playability whatever it is you want to do you can tinker with it and there's all kinds of message boards out there and sites that can help you out if you're looking for some way to maybe upgrade your game especially if you're doing a replay if you're in leagues they're always you know they, they you have to get together and you have to get a consensus but when you're doing a replay on your own Hey, it's whatever you want to do. Oh, I, and anyone, if you've never posted anything on the message boards, if you post a question, it's almost answered within an hour or two every yeah. time. I yeah. mean, there's the APA community is very helpful at helping each other out. You know, somebody's having a problem with X, Y, or Z, post it on the message boards, and you'll have 10 answers very quick. And, yeah. and again, this is it kind of got me started on this. So. Yeah. Yep. Now the community is certainly helpful and and great. And if you don't use it, you're missing out. So uh, definitely do that. Kenny, I, I want to thank you as always for coming on and, and sharing this replay with us. It's great. And, and I know you kind of send me updates even before you send them out on mm -hmm. the regular boards and because you don't yeah. have a stat freak. So uh, keep that up. And then uh, when you get done, we'll go come have you back and go over exactly what your totals came out okay. to be. Okay. I only got about 98 more appearances on the show. <laughs> I'll catch Bob Euchre's record from the Tonight Show, which I, of course I'm nowhere near as funny as Bob Man, you uh, <laughs> did you see, did you see the uh, the, uh, the legends of the game? The uh, when uh, uh, Viscurt is it not Viscursion, but it was uh, Bob Costas and I forget the other guy, but they were doing yeah. the great broadcasters: Vince Scully, Bob Euchre, Jack yeah. Buck. Uh, Harry Carey, uh, those are really great. And uh, being a broadcaster, I kind of really get into it. But Euchre, man, it, it don't get any better than oh, you. Oh, no. He, <laughs> I tell you, it, it's, it's weird when you're going at a game up there and you're just walking around the stadium and you're hearing his voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're wait, you're, and you're waiting for the one line zingers. Yeah, yeah. But it, right. most of his broadcasts is just kind of No, he's and he's straight. a good, he's a good oh, player. And awesome. at his age, he's, got, he's strong. He's got a great voice. Yeah. 
just does a great job. And I, it's fun, too, because Uke's in my 64 replay, and he hit a home run <laughs> off Sandy Koufax, no. which he did in real yeah, life. That's right, he did. Yeah, yeah. but it was, I think it was the first series of the year. He had a home run off Koufax, and I'm thinking, man, this it can't that, get any better than that. That had to be back-to-back 66. <laughs> <laughs> it was something. But, Ken, thanks again. I appreciate it. And uh, during uh, this, uh, if COVID lasts any longer, you'll be done by Christmas. I'll be on the 59 replay. (laughs) Well, good luck. Keep us posted, and and we'll talk to you soon. Will do. All right. Kenny Kraft, that's uh, Kenny talking about his 58 replay and his uh, uh, experimental pitching boards. And we'll keep up with him as as that replay goes on. We're going to take a break. When I come back. I'll wrap things up and also tell you how COVID has finally affected my life in a major way. Nothing serious, folks, but just, you know, a little bit of a change. We'll be right back on This Week in Napa. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in APA. I'm your host, John Aslan, and uh, we'll have one final segment here. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Ken Kraft. I think he uh, has an interesting replay going, 1958. Uh, he's right, a lot of great players, a lot of the all-time great players playing during that season, and uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on that pitching chart as well to kind of equalize out base hits and I want to thank them for taking the time to come on to the program. Uh, I want to mention one thing before I go and and of course COVID's been a part of our life uh, really since late January, early February and and so far uh, I gotta say I've been pretty fortunate Uh, I've stayed healthy, my family has stayed healthy, almost all of my friends are doing well but just this past week it all came crumbling down when I was informed that my Monday night football gang, who has been getting together since the mid-1970s, that's right, Monday night football began in 1970. Uh, these friends of mine, who I've been friends with, well, since I was a kid, actually, uh, started uh, up, I believe it was in 1976, and uh, that they were a little bit older group, uh, my, my group consisted of guys that I went to school with and uh, a friend of mine's brother and his friends uh, who were a couple years older than we were, uh, but we played a lot of sports together and uh, played on the playgrounds and, and did uh, a lot of things together while we grew up. And uh, at some point during the mid-70s, uh, one of them worked at a pony keg and the owner of the pony keg uh, told him, you know what, if uh, you guys want to stick around and, and watch uh, Monday Night Football here in the back of the pony keg, there's a TV back there. And uh, any beers uh, that you can find that are broken out of the containers. Remember when six packs used to come with the ring tabs, the plastic ring tabs at the top? He said if any of those were broken, he would sell them to, to them for a dime. Well, it didn't take long for my uh, genius beer thirsty friends to uh, realize that if during their work shift, they'd go back and crack off a couple of the beers from the plastic ring tab and just set them aside and uh, then pay 10 cents at the end of the night. Well, uh, I think you know how that story ends. So uh, they started watching at the back of the pony keg. 
uh, in the mid 70s and then uh, moved up to where they went when they started uh, having places of their own uh, would go from uh, uh, one guy's house one week then somebody else the next and by that time uh, we were of age uh, of drinking age or well somewhat close to drinking age and we joined in the fun and at one point uh, we probably had 15 16 17 guys every single Monday night show up to watch Monday night football. And like I said, uh, I began and, and, and most of my school friends began in 1979, but we have been going to Monday night football, alternating houses between all the guys that go since that time, 40 years we have been doing that. And still we have a pretty good group anywhere from 10 to 12 show up every Monday. Uh, we tell the same old stories. Uh, we, we tell the same old lies. Uh, but just this past week, an email went out and it was determined because of COVID and because some of us have some pre-existing uh, conditions and, and uh, uh, could cause problems if any of us did get COVID, uh, that we would uh, at least delay, if not just postpone the entire uh, Monday night season. Uh, now, some of us have the, the, the pre-existing conditions we have is that we're overweight and some of us can't hear, but most of all, uh, there are some that have some fairly serious issues. And so we have decided to, uh, uh, at least until further notice, forego Monday Night Football. And that truly is uh, a, a real casualty of this COVID uh, phenomena that we are all going through. But it's the first one that uh, I've really had to deal with and I'm gonna miss all my mates. And so this goes out to them. And uh, I hope that, uh, Everybody else out there uh, gets through this uh, in fine form. I still think we got a long way to go, but we shall see. And uh, other than that, all we can do is, is hope and pray. Looks like we're going to have some college football. We're going to uh, finish the NBA, hockey, uh, NHL, and, and baseball season. So, uh, you know, it could be worse. That's what I always say. It, things could always be worse. So we'll hope for the best. We got APA, of course, in our lives, and that's always a positive. And so uh, keep on rolling, keep on moving on, keep on staying safe, and I will see you next time right back here on This Week in APA. See you later, everybody.